small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is your Monday bonus episode. Now today's episode, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to call it. I think I'm going to call it nonsense words, or I don't know. I think I think I called it Shamalama, Ding Dong, whatever it is. Whatever it's called is what it is. Probably nonsense words. And we're going to feature today songs that have, you know, a section of just nonsense words. Words that don't really mean anything. A booga booga. That's something. I don't know if it's in a song, but that's some nonsense. Um, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in the room today. Joining me live and in person across the table from me. You know him. You love him. He has the album that everyone loves. Uh, first, uh, Pet Smells. And then 50 million Hob fans can't be found. Please welcome Steve O'Dockerson. Hello, Steve-O. Hello. Now, does this make it the fifth time? Am I in the five-timers club at this uh, point? Uh, no. Yeah. Let's well, go through. Well, look, so we got the Rust Belt. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. We did the uh, They Might Be Giants. Yes. We did uh, the Ghost or the uh, Witch- Wizarding World of Rock Solid. Yes, yes, yes. We did uh, um, the Steely Dan. <laughs> that's right. That was on Zoom. Yeah. And we got yeah. this one. All right. That's five. Okay. Yeah. Five Timers Club. Uh, Lauren, could you bring out uh, Steve O's jacket? <laughs> All right, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you did you. it. Yep. You did it. Um, where does this rank among lifetime achievements? Uh, top 20. Top got to be up there. Yeah. It's got to be up there. Um, is it warm in this room? Is it warm in the room? You feeling, you feeling toasty? You feeling hot? I mean, it's, 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 it's a little, it's, it's warming up. Warming if, we up start to, if we start to sweat, I'll turn the air on. I'm going to take off my shirt. I don't like to... What? I said I was going to take off my shirt. I don't like to turn the air on because it does, you can hear it. Yeah. It's not like a jet engine, but no. you can hear it. Yeah. The thermostat says it's 81 degrees in here. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little warm. What should we do? Maybe the ceiling fan maybe will be okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Reach up there. Uh-huh. And oh. pull that twice. Pull it once. Boom. Pull it twice. Good. And we'll see how that goes. I highly recommend doing what you've done here. You have labeled yes, yes. the uh, fan cord mm-hmm. and the light cord. Yeah. Now, if you go on Amazon. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's can, perfect. You can find these like at the bottom of the fan cord because, you know, you always pull one and you're like, God damn it. That right. wasn't the one I wanted to pull. There's like a fan thing and there's a light bulb. And yeah. So you look up and you know exactly what one to pull. Now, when it gets uh, colder in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. do you... Go up there and flick the little switch so when you turn on the fan, it pulls the air up. You ever do that? I don't because oh. we probably just don't even turn the fan on when it's sure hot or when it's cold. Okay. We don't turn the fan on. Right. No. Plus, I, I get got to get on a ladder. Oh, you don't want that. I can't. I can't reach that. It's too high. Plus, I think it's like, I don't, I think it's like above, like it's on the other side of the blade. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. All right. All right. Uh, I have. It looks like uh, we got about 20 songs today. Oh, wow. 20 intros and about 20 songs. Mm-hmm. And we got some old favorites. We got some new people. Cool. And the way that you participate in these episodes is you just go to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast and you support the show for $2 a month. That's exactly 50 cents a week. 
It's a set it and forget it type of a thing. You can also win prizes, but you can participate in these Patreon curated episodes. So that's what we're doing today. And we're going to kick it off. With no, well, gen- well, hold on a second. What? I've got a question about these Patreon. $2. Two dollars. <laughs> that's the only hey. amount of money you can, you can donate? Only $2? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and then I'm going to shill for all the other tiers. What I'm going to say is if, if a fourth of the people that listen mm-hmm. would support the show for $2 a month, which is $24 a year, yeah. I, would, I would never talk about Patreon again. I would never talk about it again if, if, if all of a sudden there was a jump and I knew that, wow, that's about a fourth of the people. And all major credit cards are accepted. I, everything's accepted over okay. on Patreon. So, Bitcoin? Yeah. I don't know, but maybe, maybe soon. All right. Gold doubloons. Ooh. Um, yeah. Wooden nickels. Oh, you shouldn't take those. Well, if they, if I, if there's enough to equal $2, I'll take them. What if you took a bunch of pictures of the wooden nickels and sold it as an NFT? <laughs> How much is a candy bar right now? I don't know. If For, I go and just. Well, free because the people who work there are going to stop you from stealing no, it because they're not making any money. I think a candy bar is like a buck fifty now. Yeah, like a like a you know full size Snickers. Yeah, is that your favorite? Oh, I can't eat peanuts. Oh, that's anymore. right. Well, then why'd you mention it? Because I love it. Yeah. Um, what the is forbi- my uh, what's <laughs> the forbidden my, fruit? What's Snickers. my go to candy? Oh, oh, I think my favorite candy bar is uh, Reese's Sticks. Oh yeah, those are pretty good. It's really good. And it's just enough. There's two of them, mm-hmm. but it's wafer, so it's light. But you yeah. get the peanut butter and you get the chocolate. You get that crunch, but without the uh, the yes, without peanut, a cookie, without yeah. a big cookie. Oh yeah, like a Twix. Yeah, yeah. So I like the Reese's sticks. That's my favorite candy. Nice. Bar. And you can't always find them everywhere. No. Uh, now look, I don't expect anyone out there to send me a case of these. So you know, I do. Please, I'll, please don't do that or do, or do it. You can send it to me. I'll my, like like whatever. Send me a message on social media. Send me all the candy you want. But yeah, to, you know, two two dollars a month. I mean, it's it's a small it's a small uh, amount to give, and yet it would make uh, a gigantic difference if a ton of people did it. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. First up, yeah, this gentleman. I'm not sure if this is his first time or not. Maybe it's his second time. Maybe it's his third time. Maybe it's his fifth time. Maybe he gets a jacket. Anyway, let's find out. All right. Got to turn up the sound first because I can't fade up their intro. Got it. That would be bullshit. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid people. This is Darren from Adelaide in Australia. Contributing to the Shamalama Ding Dong episode of the Rock Solid podcast. This time I've chosen a, a track from New Zealand from mm. the year of 1983 by Monte Video and the cassettes called Shoop Shoop Do Wop Kama Kama Wang Dang. Monte Video was actually New Zealander Murray Grinley who's more famous today for writing advertising jingles for New Zealand TV and radio. But in early 83 he decided to have a bit of a pop career by bringing out this annoyingly catchy ditty which may deserve a stinkeroo intro. I don't know, I kind of like it. This song was a big hit in Australia, reached number 11 just outside the top 10, reached number 2 in New Zealand, and was actually released in America on the Geffen label, although I'm quite certain it wasn't a hit over there. Anyway, folks, as far as irritating earworms go, this is one of them. <laughs> one hit wonder, Monte Video and the Cassettes, with the evergreen and ever-annoying Shoop Shoop, Dewop, 
Kama Kama Wang Dang. And I do apologise in advance. Thanks, Pat. Rock on. I've never heard that before no. in my life. Uh, I do not feel that deserves a stinker reel. No, I like that. That was fun. You know what? It, you know what? It was almost like it. It was like a synthy B fifty twos where they yeah. had you know it uh, the the gals singing and then the talk talking over it, but it wasn't the French Schneider. Also, isn't uh, isn't Wang Dang Shaboop? Isn't that like a town in Australia? Probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you thinking about Ted Nugent's Wang Dang Sweet Poontang? Is that what you're thinking about? His own personal one, yes. Well, that's one of his songs. I know. All right. He cut me off in an A&W once. In, I was a, in, in a root beer? Yeah, well, I was, I was in line to get some food at A&W, and he walked in, and he walked to the counter, and we're like, uh, we're waiting here, and he said, uh, I'm Ted Nugent. And then he ordered. Well, look. Uh, that's a good way to have your I mean, food saliva covered. I, I I mean that's taking celebrity to a whole different level. Yeah, it was just it was just a and W in Jackson, Michigan. All right, what well, what did he order? I don't probably care. meat. Yeah, just meat. Can I have a buffalo burger? Mm-hmm. All right, good choice, Darren. Liked it, liked it a lot. And the vocal or the talking type vocal reminded me of when Andy Summers mm-hmm. would uh, would talk sing uh, for the police once in a while so cool i liked it all right moving on oh i was off mic moving on here's another gentleman now this gentleman plays uh name that tune with us on on a weekly basis now you and i don't play on a weekly basis anymore Mm -mm. but we pop in when we can yeah but this guy uh this guy plays a lot now and he uh i think he runs the zoom room too so let's check him out see what he's got to say oh Oh, hey, hi. Hi, Pat. Uh, am I on the air? Oh, uh, great, great. Thanks. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, my name is Woody. Uh, Woody Meacham from Oak Park, Illinois. So I wanted to make a request for the Shamalama Ding Dong episode that's going on. Uh, I'd like to put in the song Rubber Biscuit by The Chips. Most people might know it by the uh, version that the Blues Brothers do, but the Chips were a doo-wop band out of New York. In 1956, they put out this little hit that is, I think, fit exactly for this. All right, well, thanks. Oh, and I want to, the phrase that pays is, rock solid's going to make me a big winner. Thanks, Pat. I'll hang up and listen for my answer. Chicken's a 
do that again. Do 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 Did you overhear of a wish sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Do 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 All right. That's yeah, that's, a, that's perfect for this. That's a fun song. And I look when in 1978, when I was in eighth grade and briefcase full of blues came out by the blues brothers, mm-hmm. I just thought it was the, the most incredible thing in the world. Yeah. First of all, I thought, uh, I thought that they were good singers because mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade. Right. But it was just so much fun. I mean, and I, you know, I don't, uh, blues music isn't a thing, but this, the yeah. Blues Brothers was like rock blues or whatever. But right. I just want to. I want. I just want you to hear a little bit of Dan Aykroyd singing the same song. Here we okay. go. I thought I played it. Now on the briefcase full of blues album, yeah. you know who's uh, playing piano on there? Um, Paul Schaefer. Yep, Paul the Shiv Schaefer. Paul the Shiv Schaefer. Um, Dan Aykroyd was my favorite on... The, the first cast of Saturday Night Live. He just, something just, he always cracked me up. I mean, everyone says, uh, you know, everyone Belushi or Chevy, but I always felt that Dan Aykroyd's the one that felt dangerous to me. Mm-hmm. Not Belushi. I just felt like Aykroyd seemed like at any minute something could go, <laughs> could go a little crazy. So he was my favorite. Yeah. And, until Bill Murray came and then right. Bill Murray was my favorite. But um, yeah, love it, love it. Good choice, Woody Meacham. Moving on. Who do we got next? Oh, 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 here we go. Got to turn it up first because I can't, again, I can't fade up the interest. They have yeah. to jump right in. So right. here we go. Hello, Pat, and to all the rock-solid listeners tuning in around the world. This is Steve Perry from the beautiful Blue Mountains over in Sydney, Australia, with my selection for this week's episode. The song that I've gone for is From the Sweet, Rock in Peace, Brian Conley, Mick Tucker, and Steve Priest. In the early days of the Sweet's career, they were pumping out the bubblegum pop written by Nicky Chin and Australian Mike Chapman, who also produced their early work. In fact, despite the fact that the suite were all fantastic musicians, the producers decided to use studio musos for the backing track with the suite using their fantastic harmonies and vocals. A song that I've picked is Wig Wham Bam, which is a silly enough name in itself. And with the Bam Shamalams, it's pretty close to the title of the episode. Thanks for all the shows, Pat. I really enjoy them. And uh, sit back, relax, and listen to the sweet with Wig Wham Bam. Just try a little wig, wham, bam, 
sweet. You pick up a best of the sweet, and you're gonna love that whole thing. Mm -hmm. I love all those songs. So much fun. And they sound different, uh, you know, like that song sounds different from Your Love is Like Oxygen, and that sounds different from Ballroom Blitz, and it's just, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, nice intro, Stephen. Thank you for the compliments. Appreciate it. Uh, and I was just going to add something. What was it? Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to David Harvey, who did the artwork for this week's episode. David's on Instagram, mm -hmm. so check him out over there. And uh, he's not on Twitter, so I don't loop him into the... I put his name there, but I can't add him right. on Twitter when I announce the episode. All right, coming up next, this guy always likes to put his song right in with his intro. So we're just going to let this play through, and then we'll discuss after the fact. Okay. Can you guess who it is, Steve-O? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I just wanted to say I liked The Sweet, too. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't ask for any opinions yeah. from you. Yeah. Did you like it? I did. Can we move on now? Yeah. Hey there, Oxod listeners. Aaron here again, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm here to take part in this Shamalama Ding Dong Patreon episode. So, in the last Patreon episode, the topic was food and drink. And the reason why I mention this is because the song that I picked for today was somehow inspired by that last Patreon episode. Now, the song that I picked for the food and drink episode was Tropical Hot Dog Night by Captain Beefheart. And after it was played, Pat, you picked up on how it sounded like a Muppet song or a song coming from Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. That being said, the song I picked for this episode today is from The Muppets. The song in question is called Hugga Wugga, and it's from the Phyllis Diller episode of The Muppet Show. Now, I originally considered this for my Muppets topic from almost three years ago, and there's a reason why I decided not to have it played, and instead in its place, the goodbye song from Bear in the Big Blue House. Hugga Wugga has a visual element to it, in that if you were to just listen to the audio, you would have no idea what's going on if you've never seen the skit. Although, I'm guessing that there might be some people out there who have seen the skit, maybe on YouTube, or maybe they watched The Muppet Show back in the day. It is a pretty popular number and skit in the show's history, so I wouldn't be too surprised that there are some people out there who are familiar with it. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, well, I'll just say this. In the skit, an alien creature is roaming around the planet, singing this funky jam of sorts. Anyone that sings anything else, the alien becomes very angry and blows smoke from his nose at them. Again, if you haven't seen the video, go ahead and look it up on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. So from The Muppet Show, this is Hugga Wugga. Hugga Wugga! Motherfucker, huggy wuggy. What if he? Well, hold on. What if what? he brought his family in to listen to that, and you just cursed? I gotta be honest, Aaron will just tell his mom when I curse. Oh, okay. Or he'll tell his mom when I, I do an off-color joke. Okay. And then uh, and then his mom sends and his mom sends me a Christmas card. Oh nice. That's nice. Uh, all right. Good job, Aaron. Good job. Vocals by Frank Oz, I'm assuming. Nah, fuzzy wuzzy fuggy fucky wucky. <laughs> Kermity Frog here. That was fucky wucky. All right. This is uh <laughs> Oh boy! Oh here! Oh okay. Whew, whew. This gentleman uh -huh. uh, just hosted an episode a couple uh, weeks ago. 
via Pennsylvania. It was called uh, PA Rocks. Mm-hmm. He's from Pennsylvania. I'm from Pennsylvania. We played uh, all songs from Pennsylvania artists. I'll be uh, I'll be working there this year. It's very exciting. Where can people come see you? Is it Taco Bell? I'll, I will be <laughs> behind the Taco Bell. Okay. I will be at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Festival. And um, if people uh, were looking for you, how would they say, is Steve-O here? I would just ask for Hob the Troll. Hob the Troll. And then uh, and they would go, he's over there. And you'd be under a tree. I don't know where I'm performing shit-faced, it yet. drunk. <laughs> right. With a lute. With a, with a baritone ukulele. All right, I like I mean, that. It's, it's as close to loot as I'm going to get. Um, a baritone ukulele, is yes. it the same size as a ukulele? It's, it just a, it's has a, a little bit bigger, little bit bigger? and it's tuned like a guitar. Is it big enough to where people might think you have a mini guitar? Yeah. Instead of a big ukulele? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I think we've got enough. And uh, where is this located again in Pennsylvania? Lancaster. Lancaster? Yeah. There's Amish people there. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bunch of um, weird... Uh, ghost places I'm going to go yeah, check out. Creepy. Yeah. One time when I was in Lancaster, mm-hmm. uh, I saw this. Uh, I saw this Amish guy. Yeah. And he got out of his uh, out of his uh, wagon. Yeah. And he looked just like he looked exactly like Harrison Ford. And uh, he beat up some town folk. Wow. Yeah. And then and then a guy told him that we don't do that here. And he just said uh, he didn't care. I don't care. And he got back in his uh, thing. He looked exactly like Harrison Ford. Wow. One time I saw, um, like, I saw a bunch of Amish guys, Mm -hmm. and they were in the airport. And what they did is once they walked in the airport, they all took off their beards, pulled off their thing, and it was craft work. No. Yeah. No. They all pulled out synthesizers. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what uh, George brought for us, but this is George Worley, and let's uh, find out from Pennsylvania, George Worley. Hi, Pat. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. For this paper. All right, I just said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, how George. rude is that? George. I just introduced you as George Worley from Pennsylvania. Come on. And then and then he pretends like I didn't say it. All right, here's George Worley from Pennsylvania. Hi, Pat. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. Again? God damn Again? it. Twice? Wow. Unbelievable. The the audacity. I'm not shocked. I wanna be. I'm just gonna let's see what happens. For this Patreon episode, I almost went with an obvious pick of Queen's Radio Gaga, but instead I chose Justice and Independence from John Mellencamp's landmark 1985 album, Scarecrow. Many critics consider this his best album, but Justice and Independence is certainly one of the lesser-known songs when compared to hits like Small Town, Rain on the Scarecrow, and Lonely Old Night. The song has great guitar work and, of course, features Kenny Aronoff on drums, and the nonsense words are Mellencamp singing what more or less sounds like La 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 repeatedly towards the end of the song. Interestingly, Mellencamp has a daughter named Justice, which of the two names in this song title is probably better than being named Independence. <laughs> Please start the song around 145 to hear Aronoff really crushing it on drums, and if you play it for about a minute, you get to hear excellent guitar riffs and Mellencamp's not-yet-raspy voice singing the nonsense words over and over. Thanks again for letting us contribute to these listener episodes, Pat.
produced by Don Gaiman. The drums surely do kick ass from friend of the show, Mr. Kenny Aronoff. Now carried the song. He really did carry the song. Amazing. Uh, Now I'm surprised, George, that you didn't pick the song from the album Lonesome Jubilee called Rudy Toot Toot. Rudy Toot Toot. Now, where is George from? I don't know. Okay. He's never told me. I, I ask him, and he won't tell me. Ah, what a shame. Now, Rudy Toot Toot. He's in. <laughs> he's one of the gangsters in uh, Frosty the Snow or uh, that Christmas song, right? Look, Rudy I'm, Toot Toot. And I am Rummy Tum Tum. I'm hoping that we get a celebrity death match with Rudy Toot Toot against Hugga Wugga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <clears throat> all right. These are these are all either racehorses or weed strains. <laughs> okay, this next guy here's a, this is a friend of ours from Canada. Oh, and this gentleman has chosen the topic for the next Patreon curated episode. Oh, are you going to tell us what that is? No. Okay. No, I'm I am so, going to. It, right. It's it's going to be songs with numbers in the title. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's spelled out T W O. I don't care if it's uh, the actual number four. Mm-hmm. That would be spelled four. That's that. That's that. Uh, um, Huey Lewis album we don't like. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, that's, well, a diff- that's a different four. It's, it, yeah, it's a different that's four. a different four. You're right. That's a yeah. F O R E. Like part of that forehead. Like what? Or what you yell when you golf? Oh, four. See, because they like sports because right. of the previous album. Oh, I see. They let us know we like sports. Right. All right. Do you go golfing? You ever, you ever, ever golfed? Um, I, in high school and college, we would go to the par three. It was like a nine hole thing and uh, hit around. I'm not good. I'm okay at putting and uh, chipping and driving and getting out of the sand trap. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not a good golfer. You know what the uh, best part? My brother golfs. You know what the best part of golf is? Not the boredom? Gol- well, no, not golfing and just driving by a golf course mm-hmm. and just honking your horn intermittently. Yeah, it's not a sport. It's a game. Yeah. Like, when someone tries to tell me that's a sport, I disagree. I think it's a game. Hmm. Is bowling a game or is that a sport? I feel like that's a game. Because mm. any That ball's pretty heavy. Here's the deal. When you're golfing, you can drink beer. And when you're bowling, you can eat a fucking chili dog and fries. So, But when you play baseball or soccer, you can't drink a beer and eat a chili dog. Those yeah. are sports. That sounds like a challenge. It sure does. By the way, this next guy is Mike Drew. Oh, okay. From Canada. Hey, it's Mike from just outside Toronto. Drew, uh, Mike Drew. Up, I'm recording this on the windiest day. Hey, it's Mike. Mike, you got to give your last name too so we know. Don't just say I'm Mike like you're the only Mike in Canada. Okay. Hey, it's Mike from just outside Toronto. Uh, just a heads up, I'm recording this on the windiest day of 2022 in my area, so... I apologize in advance if you hear it, but my selection for the Shyamalan Ding Dong episode, and I hope I said that right, is Charmless Man by Blur. It's from their 1995 record, The Great Escape, which is not a great album. Uh, it was a disappointing follow-up to uh, Park Life, 
But this is a great song, so listen for the na-na-nas. Look after each other. Take care. I met him in a crowded room Where people go to drink away their gloom He sat me down and so began The story of a charmless man Educated the expensive way Like to have been running cry, but then nature didn't make him that way. He thinks he's I like that song. Yeah. Good song. So that wasn't from a popular album. Is that what he said? Yeah. But that song's cool. Now, have you ever been to Toronto? Um, I, or, was, I was to Banff. Mm. I was in Vancouver mm-hmm. looking for the Groover. That's the other side of the country. Oh. Vancouver. Well, I don't think I was ever in Toronto, no. Yes. Nope. Nope. Hey, I want to give a shout out right now to... U-Turn Audio. Now look, a few years back, U-Turn Audio sent me a free turntable and that got me back into vinyl. But ever since I got that turntable, I've been looking for some speakers that sounded to my ear the way my speakers did with my stereo when I was in high school. I want that sound that takes me back to 1980 to 82. And I haven't been able to find those. Now I've purchased many speakers. Like I'll I'll order something on Amazon, and mm-hmm. they'll come, and I'll try them, and they sound like crap, and they go right back to Bezos' house. I actually have his address. I send them right to his house. Oh, I'm going to need that. Yeah. But U-Turn Audio mm-hmm. actually makes speakers, and just this past week, they sent me a pair. Now, are they, and they're engineered for the turntable that they already make? Yes, they are. Well, that sounds perfect. It it is perfect because the turntable has a preamp. It has a button on the back. So the speakers plug right into the turntable, turn on the preamp, turn on the speakers, and you are good to go. These are bookshelf size speakers, ultra low distortion amplification meets classic speaker design, and they are terrific. So look, go to uturnaudio.com and click on their speakers page. They come in black. I have the black. They come in white and they come in a wood tone. And these things sound great. They're bookshelf size. And look, I'd be the first one to tell you, bigger is not always better. No. So try these out, folks. I do not think you'll be disappointed. All right. Just use offer code uh, PetFrancisRockSolid mm-hmm. at checkout. Wow. There's no code like that. Well, there's no code. You don't know that. No, there's no code. The, me promoting the there speaker. There is a secret code. That you have to learn. There's no code. Try it out, folks. There's no code. It's just like the Pro Jam this album. Is what you no do. code. Buy as many of these speakers as you can using different transactions. Use a different offer code. Something's going to work. I mean, I guess you can throw in offer codes. Yeah. Just try whatever. But nothing related to me or the show. All right, here we go. Offer code Hob the Troll. I got to be honest, this next intro is mm-hmm. by a dude I, don't, I do not care for that much. Damn you. Rock solid friends, this is Steve O'Dockerson, and I want to address 
the singer of this next song personally. Now, just so you know that Steve-O isn't doing this live, he sent this in. Yeah. And, but now he's here live. Yep. Check him out in Pennsylvania. If I may. Hi, uh, Mr. Jones. Yeah, hi, yes, hello, big fan. Uh, you're one of the world's most dynamic performers. Also, you're a grandpa. Okay? You want to be a sexy grandpa? Go right ahead. You're a knight. You know what I'm not going to let you do, though? I'm not going to call you TJ, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you may like a song, but just because you like it doesn't mean you should cover it. You know who knows that better than me? No one. That's true. All right? But you have friends, okay? People who love and care about you, and you told them that this was the song you were going to do, and they let you? That's uh, borderline elder abuse, and I'm not going to stand for it. So the next time you want to do something to make yourself feel young again, right, you put on your Cuban shirt and your Panama hat, and you go uh, get that pensioners slash OBE discount card at the hotel bar there and drink in Ibiza, but you don't ever sing this song again. This is TJ. No, no. Dedicating the song to Let Belly. Whoa, Black Betty, Bama Lamb. Whoa, Black Betty, Bama Lamb. She's from Birmingham. Bama Lamb, way down in Alabama. Bama Lamb, the way she shake that thing. Shake Bama Lamb, boy, she make me sing. Bama Lamb, whoa, Black Betty. Bama Lamb, whoa, Black Betty. Bama Lamb, she really getting me high. Bama Lamb, you know that's no lie. Bama Lamb, she's so rock steady. Bama Lamb, she's always ready. Bama Lamb, whoa, Black Betty 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 I didn't want to stop it because I kind of like it Why don't you like that? It seems fun Is it just the TJ that made you mad? It's, it's a lot There's a lot there It's, you know, Lead Belly You know what Lead Belly didn't have? All of that production Lead Belly had a microphone in another room. I guess so. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's seemed fine. O- seemed okay to me. Was it that he called himself TJ? That's partly, what he hated. Partly. How did you find that song? I've never heard that version before. I don't even know. I think I just had it. <laughs> you just had it. You had you owned yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, own yeah. The album. I own it. I don't own the album. I have. I have. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I. <laughs> I got uh, a bunch of Tom Jones to uh, uh, just just you know see how how much I could play before uh, my wife got upset. Um, and uh, is his sixties and seventies output good? Yeah. I know he did country stuff in the seventies a little bit, didn't he? Or was that his, the eighties? Like. I don't know. Just, just a- a- everything before, like the '90s. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's just when he got really productiony. Oh, all right. Man's got to make a living, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
All right. This next person is a, uh, a new Patreon supporter, and this will be their first intro. So let's see how they do. All right. We don't rate you. No. Unless it's really bad. Mm-hmm. God, if it's bad. Like that last one. Oh. Ugh. Hated it. Love the song. Intro. Poor. You ready? Yeah. All right. Hello, Mr. Francis and Rock Solid Nation. Slashdog X here with my first submission for your consideration for inclusion in a listener episode. I am more of a classic rock guy, so this submission pains me a bit. It is an obvious submission, so I understand this may get cut as a duplicate. Would never get cut. Not only does the song have nonsense lyrics, and also a few French lyrics for even more linguistic gymnastics. Oui, oui. As Sacre a bon. bonus, it is even performed by a nonsense named artist. I submit for your consideration absolute nonsense in the form of Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. All right, first submission from Slash Dog X. That's a winner in my book. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, whenever that song would come on the radio, I, I, I'd love it. And then I'd be like, what is she saying? Mm-hmm. What's this rah, rah, rah? Yeah. Aga, aga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. I'm moving right along. Do you have any uh, comments on that song? Um, I th- I think it became very uh, chic for people to uh, dislike Lady Gaga when mm-hmm. she came out, but there's talent there. Just because it's not your, you know, like, and this, I'm guilty of this as well. Just because it's yeah. not necessarily something I would listen to all the time. It's just like, oh yeah, there's. This is good. There's production. There's better. Um, I've listened to that whole album. There's some killer tracks on there. There you go. There you uh, go. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. Now, look, I also want to tell you, mm-hmm. when uh, not you, the audience, oh. the listeners, um, when you're listening, are you listen- Are you sitting there thinking, I hope he got my song. What if he didn't get my song? Because I rarely do I, when you send it to me, rarely do I email you and go, got it or anything, because that's just going to be thousands and thousands of emails. So trust mm-hmm. me. Everyone, you might be last, but your 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 song's going to be played. So if you're sitting there worried that I didn't get it or anything like that, you're you're on the list. And you know what? You're if, on the list. If you've if you've already heard your name, keep listening. Oh yeah, yeah keep yeah. listening. Now there could be a time when I deleted your email by accident or something like that happened. If that happens, you can let me know, and I will uh, I'll fit you in the next time. Mm-hmm. You know, I would play. The song from the last Patreon. Has that happened? The, I think it might have happened. Maybe, oh. maybe once or twice. It's, it, you know, I'm just a person of uh, limited intelligence. So it happens. You put your pants on one shoe at a time. Exactly. Exactly. And I hop around. <laughs> All right, here we go. I don't know what that means. Hello, Pat and Rock Salt listeners. Um, this is Ken Papalardo from Denver, Colorado. Um, the one that I sent in is probably a little different than most of the others, um, since it's definitely not a straight doo-wop. Um, and the title and chorus may be nonsense, but the other lyrics are 
pretty fantastic. Um, I first heard this song when it was performed on Elvis Costello's show Spectacle quite a few years ago. Oh. I remember that Nico Case was on the panel and had a tear in her eye while she was watching him sing and play. And then when he finished, uh, Elvis said, you had me at rehearsal and you got me again this time. Must feel pretty great when a song that you wrote has that effect on people, especially when they are great songwriters as well. I'll keep trying. If you don't know it, I hope you like it. You can find the version from Spectacle on YouTube if you're interested. It's worth it. song is called Shamaling Dong Ding and Rock in Peace, Jesse Winchester. That's a real throwback. Yeah. Rock in peace, though, Jesse Winchester. Yeah. Look up, find out what that person died from. Curious. Shamaling dong ding. You could probably get Nico Case on here. Maybe. All right, who am I looking up? The person you just love. Nikki. No, Jesse Winchester. Jesse Winchester. That's a dude, right? Was it a girl? It's a gender fluid name. Yep. Uh, American Canadian musician mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. died April eleventh, twenty fourteen. Oh, if it's it's super tragic. No. What uh, happened? I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. No. Listen, I'm doing this on my phone. I didn't, I, I left my my laptop in the other room. Kyle right? has no problem doing it when he's on his phone. Uh oh uh yeah uh bladder cancer uh Ugh. the worst terrible all right rock and peace Jesse uh thank you Ken Papalardo for introducing me to that artist yeah that's great and for sending that song is the discography uh a couple albums at least do we get um yeah quite a few really oh from, yeah from uh what seventy uh what nineteen seventy nineteen seventy and then up until, uh, like, looks like '99. He's got another one that came out in. Um, I mean, a couple of live albums. It's a ton. Yeah. All right. Quite a few. Did cool. pretty well in the U.S. and in Canada. All right. Where do you currently reside, Steve? Saint Petersburg, Florida. Is that, is that uh, near Sarasota? It's it's a little bit north. Yeah. All right. There's next guy from Sarasota. Oh. Here we go. Let's hear it. Greetings, Rock Solid Nation. This is Andy Solom from the west coast of Florida. My choice comes from ex-Jellyfish members, the Licorice Quartet, who released two stellar APs and have a third coming out in 2022. But what does fadoodle mean? According to singer-guitarist Eric Dover, it's an old-fashioned euphemism for fornication. So on that note, enjoy fadoodle by the Licorice Quartet. (laughs) 
go fadoodle yourself. <laughs> you got to be pretty good looking to use fadoodle as a line and expect uh, any response. Yes. Yes. It, it, you probably just could have said anything like fadoodle and they would have been on board. Hey, you down to do a little bit, uh, you know, fadoodle? You're talking about fadoodling? Yeah. Oh. I used to like La- Laverne and Shirley. Look it up. Google it when they would uh, vodeo dodo. That's what they would say. You're too young for it. Hello. <laughs> Not bad. I have I have uh, the Lenny and the Squigtones album. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, on vinyl. Yeah. Why wasn't that? Why isn't that? Uh, oh man, digital. Well, you 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 can get it. Um, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna it's look. it's on it's on the YouTube. Um, also on YouTube. Uh, speaking of Michael McKeon and David Lander. Uh, their appearance uh, on American Bandstand is incredible. Um, they brought in a bunch of Laverne and Shirley fans who are just screaming the entire time, and all of the rest of the audience is is just like, why why are they why are they screaming so much? Uh, featuring a very young Christopher Guest uh, as Nigel Tufnell. Oh my god! Playing with them. That's great. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mike uh, Murph and the Magic Tones. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um. He's he, he plays piano for him. It's good. It's a, like check it out on the YouTube. Terrif. How do you like that? I love that, it. That ranks right there with Fadoodle. Terrif. All right. This guy has done the pleasure. Done the pleasure. It <laughs> wasn't even a phrase, was it? He's done the pleasure. He's done the he's done the Fadoodle. This guy has I don't know what I want to say. He's put his intro and song all together. And okay. I, and thank you for doing that. Thank you for the pleasure. This gentleman. Pat Francis. Hey. Thor Hansen. What's up? Never underestimate the power of Jesus. Amen. Or the power of gibberish in Jesus. Ministry and Gibby Haynes wrote <laughs> Jesus Built My Hot Rod and released it in November of 1991. Nice. By October of 1992, Warner Brothers had only two singles during that span <laughs> that had sold more copies. Madonna's Vogue and Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus. <laughs> Pat Francis, would you please do me the honor of ding a ding danging my dang along ling long? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Soon I discovered that this rock thing was true. Jerry Lee Lewis was the devil. Jesus was an architect previous to his career as a prophet. All of a sudden, I found myself in love with the world, so there was only one thing that I could do it was ding a ding dang my dang along ling long. <laughs> Is, uh, is that what Kyle calls garbage metal? Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, and I think they'd be all right with that, man. Yeah. Yeah, butthole surfers are great. That just, uh, that just, that just kicked yeah. ass. Yeah. Kicked ass. Now, here's what happened with this next intro and song. Um, I listened to the guy's intro, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, no, I don't have that song. Uh-oh. So I immediately went to iTunes, and I purchased the song. You dropped some coin. Yeah. And then <laughs> I did have that song. 
the band is Cocteau Twins, and I'm like, I don't have a song. I don't have any Cocteau Twins, but I had this song because it's part of a box that I had of the Cocteau Twins <laughs> <laughs> called uh, the Brit Box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I have this song twice. Either way, we're going to hear one of those right now. Mm-hmm. This guy is co-hosted before via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Did an episode on the Mud Club. Oh. And this is uh, Troy Torson, Friend of the show. Hey, Pat and the Rock Solid crew. This is Troy Torson coming to you from New York City. And my nonsense song, band, albums, all of it, is by a group called the Cocteau Twins. They're not French. They're not twins. They're from Scotland. And they created a lot of great in my opinion, pop, dreamy, gothic, rock songs uh, that are kind of hard to classify, but one thing they had in common is that the lyrics are completely impenetrable, mostly nonsense. Later in their career, they, they did start singing in real words, and in my opinion, this, the songs were much better when it was just gobbledygook. <laughs> but uh, Liz Frazier has an incredible voice, yeah. and the melodies i think are fantastic so if you could spin lorelei by the cocteau twins and nice. try to make sense of whatever they're saying No idea what they're saying. No. But it still sounds pleasant to my ear. I haven't listened. Not both ears, just I, my ear. Right. I haven't listened to much of them, but I have listened to a great deal of This Mortal Coil, which they were associated with. In what way? Did they kill them? They Well, they kind of... This Mortal Coil was like a collection of a bunch of artists on 4AD, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of stuff. Oh, like the Traveling Wilburys. Yes, okay. they're uh, this, the super group. This mortal coil is the traveling Wilburys of gothic music, like Asia. Yes. Okay. They are the Asia of the traveling Wilburys. All right, perfect. What's your? What would be your Wilbury name? Uh, hmm. Roscoe. Let me see. They're always they're, they always end like in a Y, like Lefty and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'd be uh, I'd be uh, jokey. Jokey Wilbury. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure on me because yeah. people are expecting oh. you to be funny. But then you could just not say any jokes and it'd be ironic. Mm, true. That would be like how I live my life. <laughs> All right. We're halfway through our set list. All right. So let's try a little bit of this nonsense. Ready? Yeah. All right. Hey, West Anthony's here. Uh, how'd you get in my house? I came in through the bathroom window. All right. I told Fila to lock that window. So do you have a song for the Patreon episode? Holy smokes, I forgot all about it. I don't have anything. Well, look, I'll let you pick the next song from these three choices. The Band, The Who, and Yes. Oh, those are all good. I can't make up my mind. Which one do you prefer? The Who. The one you prefer. 
Who? The band you like. Who? The name of the band. Who? The band you want to play. Who is the band I want to play? Well, what are you asking me for? Look, all I want to know is, what is the name of the band? Not what. Who? Fine, Captain Grammar. Who? Yes. So you want to play yes? No. Then why did you say yes? Because you asked me, who is the band I want to play? And that's the band. So you want to play the band? No. Oh, my head is starting to hurt. All I want is for you to tell me, who is the band you want to play? Now that's the first thing you've said right. It is? It is. I don't even know what I'm talking about. For the last time, the band you want to play is who? Absolutely. There's a band called Absolutely. No, I want to play the who. Then why didn't you say that in the first place? <sighs> Never mind. Okay, well, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Wait, you're going to play you too? Don't start that again, folks. Here's the who with tattoo. So one of those guys was an idiot and the other was Pat Francis. So that was a, no, that was West Anthony. And we, yeah, did, we, we did a little, we did a little theater thing together. Oh, I, I went to get some chips and I just heard him. I just heard you guys yelling and fighting. I got scared. <laughs> now, when you went to get the chips, how long was the cord on your headphones that you were able to walk out of the room? It's really nice. They were, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, yeah. Headphone extender offered by, uh, U audio. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that was a little. Uh, that was a little. Uh, who's on first? That's some uh, fun. You know, scripted by West Anthony. He asked me if I'd do it. I said mm -hmm. I like shenanigans. You do. Certainly going to help out with that. And then that was a song called "Tattoo" by the Who. What and we should do I'm is just get a tattoo by well, the Who. Well, what? I think we should do a Devo episode. <laughs> who's going to do that? Me and you and the doctor, West Anthony. Okay. If we do that, we have to call it Pat, West, Steve-O, Devo. That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Oh, okay. no, it's Steve-O. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what happens when I enter the room. No, that's good. We'll gently discuss it. All right. I don't want to commit. Soft, yeah. Yeah, soft. What's soft? <laughs> we'll have a soft conversation because he was yelling. Now, this next guy... Is it, is it Dr. West Anthony again? No, no, no. This guy, I'm going to oh. give, give you a hint, and you tell me if you can guess who this is. Okay. He's very angry. Oh. Who do you think it is? <laughs> who do you think it is? Uh, Dr. David Fistini. It's Dave Fistini. Here we go. Very angry. Hello, ah! Rock Solid Faithful. It's David Fistini here in northern New Jersey, and my Shamalama Ding Dong song, Sham Shamalama Ding Dong, trying to say that, Ten times fast. Shamalama ding dong. Shamalama ding dong. Shamalama ding dong. Shamalama. I guess it's not. I guess it's not that hard after all. Anyway, my Shamalama ding dong song is a song that is. Um, let's say it's very near and dear to me because twenty five years ago this May, I somehow convinced my wife Nancy to marry me. Oh. Total lapse of judgment on her part, but I made out like a bandit. 
without getting too sappy, she has really been through thick and thin with me, and uh, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. So, how does this connect to the song, you ask? How does well, it connect to the song? Well, being the music psychopath that I am, I basically choreographed the entire wedding reception. And as we entered the reception, husband and wife, for the very first time, this song by the Jay Giles Band, which is a cover of an old Marvelos song, rang out through the speakers and led us down the road to holy matrimony. Thank you for humoring me, and as always, Pat, thanks for letting me be part of the show. Okay, Steve, let me ask you something. You're married. Your wife is uh, the wonderful April. Mm-hmm. What was your wedding song? What song did uh, did you guys dance to, or what song makes you think of your wedding? Uh, Lost Together by Blue Rodeo. All right, good one. Maybe, good one. you know what? Maybe he's not angry. He's just loud. <laughs> he definitely wasn't angry there when he's no. uh, discussing his wife and their wedding day. Yeah, and that's not, that's that, that was wonderful. That like, was great. Did did you did you picture them like like what that what that would have looked like? It would have been amazing. Yeah. I though I want to rewrite history just a little bit on his intro. You ready? Okay. Happened to me. So how does this connect to the song? You ask. Well, being the music psychopath that I am, I basically choreographed the entire wedding reception. And as we entered the reception, husband and wife for the very first time, uh-huh. this song by the Jay Giles Band, which is a cover of an old Marvelos song, rang out through the speakers. <laughs> oh, now he's mad. Seems a little disrespectful yeah. <laughs> to play centerfold on your wedding day. Does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? <laughs> My home room, home room ain't Dave, I don't think this works. Plus, it's not even nonsense. Poor Nancy. I know. I mean, she's, she's, she's very beautiful. We can agree that. But I, I like, you, you, you. can you imagine the wedding invitations if this were the I know. Oh, my heavens. I know, like. Yeah, when you open up that invitation, what's inside? It was Dave Festini in a, in a uh, pinup pose. Yeah, like maybe like when Burt Reynolds posed for mm-hmm. Cosmo. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be Patreon content. I'll put that picture up. That's right. Uh, um, if anyone knows how to Photoshop. Okay, uh, I'm just putting <laughs> it out there. That's all. All right, let's do another one. All right. Dave, great, great, uh, great story and uh, great song because uh, I don't know anyone who doesn't like uh, Centerfold. Thank you, Dave. All right, this is our friend from Alabama. Oh, yes. Here we go. 
Hey y'all, Tony Greathouse, East Alabama, with my submission for the nonsense lyrics. I'm trying to think what to do, and here I sit in the park eating lunch on the sixth anniversary of the passing of Prince. And I remember one of my favorite nonsense lyrics that I happen to post on Facebook every once in a while just for the hell of it. Ooey, sha sha, cuckoo, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the hippies sing together from 1999's Let's Pretend We're Married, which was released 40 years ago this fall, as Thriller was. Hot Take, 1999, is tons better than Thriller. Mm-hmm. Pat, thank you for letting us play along. If you start this song about 5.15 and let it play for about 40 seconds... And then it's going to get nasty. <laughs> hey, y'all be sweet. Tony Greathouse and fuck Thriller. Yeah. Fuck it. You know. As April Richard would, would say, fuck it. So after uh, the the wedding talk and that, uh, Tony Greathouse, a, a marvelous human being, at, like he would be an incredible wedding DJ. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. He's That'd be great. One of the greatest uh, people I've ever met through this show. <laughs> one of the greatest people of all time. Of all time. Let's not sugarcoat it. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to find something that I found yesterday. He sent me a box of heads once. <laughs> what does that mean? Like a, a box of mannequin heads. It was rad. Well, I'll tell you what. This is going to be rad. Okay. I, I was uh, going through some uh, files the other day, mm-hmm. and I found this from our, our friend April Richardson. Oh, cool. And this just makes me laugh so much. So let's hear this. No, I don't mind. I had to, I had to ask you to push back. All right. It's not like I gotta get up early for anything tomorrow. Fuck it, man. Right? Exactly. That's my life motto. Fuck it. What are some uh, <laughs> giving you April isms? I don't know what that means. Not really. I'm trying to think of what I've done since the last time we recorded. I always like the things you say. The the the, the words the thir- words you say that I don't say. I don't know if I can think of any off the dome right now. Look at that. See um, what I mean? <laughs> I just love it. I love it. I love listening to those uh, April-isms. So uh, that's our friend April Richardson. Now, my wife has just walked in, and that's fine. She Do, well, do you want to say hello at least? Hello. How was your day? Long. You just took uh, Rita and her friends. They're having anti-prom. Yes. 
It was really, it was really cute. They got all dressed up in sort of promish kind of outfits and went out to dinner because screw those kids. They don't want to go. They don't want to go to prom and have to pretend to like everybody. And uh-huh. Rita, Rita had a new outfit. Who paid for that? Me. And uh, for dinner, who's paying for that dinner? Me. All right. Well, good. You're a good mom. I know. I know. Now you're in for the night. You're just going to relax. Are you going to get in nightwear? Ew. I mean jammies. <laughs> yes. Nobody oh. needs to know that. All right. Well, now they do. Yeah. That was Centerfold by Jay Gosman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> now, can we talk about what we did today? Uh, I think I think I'm done with that. Go ahead, bring it up. What did we do today? We went. I took Pat to his very first Renaissance festival today. <laughs> don't, please don't say it like that. People Our don't know took, what you're talking about. I took I took ta- <laughs> I took Pat to the Renaissance festival. It sounds like we went to a Renee Zellweger fan. We did. Group. Yes. Uh, no. The um, Ren Fair. Went yeah. to a Renaissance fair. And you've never been before? Nope. I was a virgin. What'd you think? It was interesting. That's what somebody says when they don't like something. <laughs> I liked a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that show we saw, what was the guy's name? Mooney. Uh, Mookie? Mooney. Yeah, I liked him. Moon, Moondog. I liked him. And uh, had saw, some, yep. ate some bad food. And I liked seeing the people in the cost. Was it? Was it no, the food was good, but it was bad for you. It's okay. like It's like, it's like right. the food that you, if you eat every day, you'd be dead. Yes. But it was good. That bad cinnamon food. roll was wonderful. Cinnamon roll was f- fucking off the hook. And they served it on a sword. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. No. Uh, fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Not something you should have ever, really. Uh, you got a little sick from the fish and chips because you think that they fried the, I'm sure the they, chips I'm sure they did. in the same and batter just, as the fish. Yeah, and then I... You don't do well with fish. No, and then I also just... I liked a lot of ketchup on them and yeah, with it. But no, I'm glad. Uh, thank you again for for coming with me. That was a good time. Yep. Trying to get out at that show, that would be a good little uh, uh, spot for me. Uh, yeah. Either yep. either as Hob or or another character. What other character? Royston Badger News Pamphleteer. Um, <laughs> I can't even say it. Right. So I'm just. I'm, but I also I'm have another show called The Bastard Monks, which is an adults only show. Ooh. Yeah. Naughty. It's yes. Is it getting nasty like Prince? Yes. No. It was a fun time today. Got my steps in. Mm-hmm. Ate some good bad food. Beautiful sight. Uh, lots of people dressed up in costume, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, don't take a baby to a Ren Fear. Fair. Fear. No. Fear. A Ren Fear. That kid who was with us. or um, We didn't have a kid with no, us. No, no. The kid that was next to us when they were going in. Oh, yeah. They were having a time. Yes. Now, we also got there, like, right when they opened, which yeah. is, if you're going to bring a kid, yeah, that's better than bringing it in the middle of the day. If you're going to bring a kid, what you do mm-hmm. is you dip your finger in NyQuil, and then you rub the baby's gums mm-hmm. with NyQuil, and then... Dimatap shooters. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this, it's, it's, not, it's not a place for kids. That's how I'm Well, saying. very young kids. Yes, yeah, babies. Right. Not for infants. No. All right. Good times. Yeah. I never need to go again, but good times. Why'd you give me that look for? Well, okay. So let's say if I, if I get it. I don't need to go to the Grand Canyon again either, and that's amazing. Well, hold on. Let me, let me finish my thought. I've seen Mount Rushmore. Do I need to go to that again? I know I've seen it. Well, what I'm saying, though, is if I, if I, if I get in there, you're going to take the crew? you going to take uh, 
Uh, the, you mean the Rock Solid crew? Yeah. You, like Siegel and Murray? And, and Christy? Some oh, of the boy. fam? I, like, I've told you, I barely can get them to come to my house. Right. To get them to drive out to, what would, Baldwin Park? Uh, Irwindale, I think. I don't Even know. Worse. <laughs> there are swords. Horses. Seagull loves horses. I don't know if that's Did you see true. his back tattoo? It's a big horse. <laughs> no. It's a horse's ass is on the back of Murray. Right. <laughs> In the front of him. I'm going to move on. I'm sorry, Murray. Happy birthday. He doesn't listen. I'm sorry, Mike Siegel. You don't have to go to the Renfair. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, this is our lone female voice on the show. Oh. You know, not counting my wife who just popped in for a quick hey, hey. I count her. For a quick hey, hey. I like lady voices on the show. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, think about participating. It's easy. You just record it on your iPhone and email it to me. Piece of cake. Here we go. Hey, Pat and Roxanne listeners. Tammy McCarsky from Deep Here, Wisconsin. At first, when I saw today's topic, I thought it was going to be really difficult, especially if I wanted to avoid the obvious picks. However, I went back to my grade school years and found this gem. Right from the start, with the first three words being shimmy shammy sham, this song is filled with gibberish and nonsense words. This song is as far from a rock song as you can get, but fits today's topic. Even the title includes nonsense words. Let's remember a little bit of Rollomania with remember, sha-la-la-la. By the Bay City Rollers. Nice. Tammy, perfect song, perfect intro. Absolutely. Did you do a lot of roller skating? Uh, no, I'm terrible at roller skating. Oh my god, I'm awful. I'm hugging the wall like a freak. Mm-hmm. Awful. Not not good. No. I can like stand, but I can't move. Ice skating too, not good. I can ski, which oh. is different. Yes. But no, I can't rollerblade. Forget it. Now that's a sport. That's a sport. Although I've seen people like eat and drink when they're rollerblading, people that are good. Well, I meant skiing. Skiing's a fucking sport. As opposed to a game where there's no points. Right. If you're just doing it recreationally. Right. The way you win in skiing is if you don't die. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Once again, Tammy, great job. Said her name. Yep. First and last. Concise, 36 mm-hmm. seconds. Yep. Told the whole story. Perfect. perfect. Song, perfect. Now, I've heard this a couple of times. A lot of people have said, I didn't want to go with the obvious choices. 
Doesn't matter. Well, no. What I'm saying is, are there more obvious choices that are that we're missing? Um, are there obvious choices that we're missing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're not through yet. We're okay. not done yet. Fair enough. Um, I apologize. I mean, I think Moni Moni. Yeah. By Billy Idol was pretty obvious. There's a lot of red hot chili pepper songs where they they just go like ding dang bong gang so, da, 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 ding. Uh in my hometown of Detroit, they had a thing where this guy uh bought tickets for a red hot chili peppers uh tribute band. Okay. And he was very upset because he thought he was buying tickets to the actual show and he he got real mad, uh made a fuss, and then got actually tickets to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which, in my opinion, is dodging a bullet than walking in front of the gl- <laughs> front of You don't the like them. I'm not a fan. You don't uh, like them. It's just, it's... If you've heard one, you've heard most of them. Like, you know, my favorite song of theirs is about California. City of Angels? Yeah. City and he, of and, and Anthony Kiedis is from uh, the west side of Michigan. City. You know, I, I love... Know. Uh, is he from South Detroit? Not a place. Born and raised... There's a girl. Nope. South Detroit. Incorrect. Not a place. I think there's That's a, Windsor. That's I, Canada. I think there's a pretender song where she just goes... Well, she went back to Ohio. I know, but I think there's a song where she just goes nonsense on me. I'm going to try to find I think it's called Break Up the Concrete. Let me just find it. Uh, Steve, if you could just vamp for about 15 minutes while I find this Funny song. story about Chrissy Hine breaking up concrete. Uh, if you've ever driven through Ohio, uh, there's a lot of construction. Most of it is done. Found it. Okay. It's not playing, but I found it. Most of it is done by uh, 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 singers. At, okay. Yep. Um, there was a red brick road. Okay, I'm just going to bop around until I find it. There we go. Okay. There you go. I'm gonna t- That's my submission. Nice. I'll tie it back to the last song. All right. Bay All right. City Rollers. The Sex Pistols were uh, a boy band. Let's be honest; they yeah. were assembled to be uh, contemporaries with uh, the Bay City Rollers. And Chrissy Hind was engaged to uh, Sid Vicious so she could stay in the country. How about that? It's an interesting story. Are yeah. you sure it wasn't uh, Steve Jones. It was in Johnny Rotten's book. Oh, okay, okay. And he's he's no uh, she. Well, she wrote. He's she, reputable. What what it is? It's a bunch like he got other people to submit uh, their takes in the story, and she wrote about it. All right, cool. That's good. All right. How many more we got? Uh, let me see. Cut it in half, and then times it by one. I don't know. Seven. All right. Here we go. Here it comes. Ready or not. One, two, three. You can't hide. The song's gonna find you. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Ian Beresford in Berwick-on-Tweed, the most northerly town in England. Nice. My selection for this week's Patreon curated episode is Na 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 by Cozy Powell, which was a hit in 1975 in the UK. 
Cozy Powell had a hit in the US with Dance With The Devil, but I don't think this song did anything over there, so it's probably a new tune to some of the listeners. I'm pretty sure as well that everyone knows that Cozy Powell played with just about everybody, including the Jeff Begg group, Rainbow, uh, Michael Schenker group, Whitesnake, Emerson, Nick and Powell, Black Sabbath, Brian May, Peter Green, Ingy Malmsteen and so on. Cozy died in 1998 in a car crash when he was travelling at 104 mile an hour on the, the motorway. He wasn't wearing the seatbelt, he was over the, dr- the drink limit and he was talking on a mobile phone. So if he survived, he would have probably faced a few driving tickets, but sadly he didn't. Thanks again for all the great episodes, Pat, and talk to you all again soon. Bye for now. Thanks, Ian. Love that. that. That was that, really good. That was like the sweet and yeah. city rollers and just a little. It had a, just, it had such a good edge to it. Yeah, that was fantastic. Excellent. I've never heard that before. Oh, Ian, well done. Home run, grand slam. Very nice. Back to back. We got look at that. We got Tammy and Ian are killing it. I feel bad for this next guy. What if he can't live up? Uh oh. I mean, what if he can't do it? Are you gonna play my intro again? Is that what <laughs> Man, if I would have thought I would have, it would have been right. I would have played that right into centerfold. It would have been beautiful. <laughs> All right, this guy's uh, this guy's hosted the show before. He's actually stayed here the way you're staying here. Oh, uh, let's hear it from this guy. Hold on. All right, a lot. I'm, I do a lot of stuff over here. I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 I miss fading Kyle. up, fading down. Uh, yeah, we miss Kyle. We want Kyle here. Fuck it. Here we go. Hey everyone, Kevin Hartbarger, checking in again from Chicagoland. Major Lance came out of the Chicago R&B scene in the 60s and became a massive star in the UK as one of the leading figures in the Northern Soul movement. Here in the US, though, he had just two top 10 hits, The Monkey Time, which later also became a hit for The Tubes, and this song, which perfectly fits the episode topic. A number five smash from 1964, written by a young Curtis Mayfield. Here's um, 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 um. Enjoy. And Pat, as always, thanks for having me. I just couldn't help myself. Guess I was born with a curious mind. I asked this man just what did he mean when he moaned if be so Mm-hmm. 
Very nice hard barger. I got caught up in the song. It was such a nice groove. You know, he probably has, like, Hartbarger's collection of Northern Soul has got to be incredible, right? Like, I heard, like, the uh, the Motown album, or uh, episode he did. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, good stuff. Kevin, send, send, send me some of this stuff. We should, we should talk. I would, I would like to listen to more. Please yeah. and thank you. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Right? I will, I will record the first half of Ellis Costello's My Aim is True <laughs> and send it to you only if you don't do it. <laughs> All right, this next guy always brings some rock and roll. All right. His name is Jerry Riggs. You got fucking guy rocks. You ready? I'm ready. All right, me too. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Jerry Riggs coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. For this episode, I chose a song from one of my favorite bands, Thin Lizzy. The song is Shalala from their fourth studio album called Nightlife, released in 1974. But the version I'm asking Pat to play today is from their 1978 live album called Live and Dangerous. This version is a toe tapper that has a killer drum solo towards the end of the song by Brian Downey. For those of you looking for a little pick-me-up to go with your morning coffee, I would suggest this version from the great live album. Thanks, Pat. Stay safe and keep rocking. Rocks. Yeah. That's what he said. I did. Good job. Good job. All right. Oh, geez. Jumped right into the next in- intro. We both agree we both like that. Yeah. All right. We both agree that we can start the next intro. I agree. All right. Hey, Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. I'm choosing the track Exploder off the first Audio Slave album. By the way. I stopped for a second. I'm going to start it over. I just want to tell you, this is the record for the shortest intro today. Okay. How long do you think it is? 14 seconds. Very close. 16 seconds. Okay. Okay. Back to Dwayne Hoffman. Hey, Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. All right. Now, already, we know who it is. Mm-hmm. We know where he's from. Yeah. Even the state. Mm-hmm. City and state. I'm sorry I didn't do it that one time. It's not, it's, I'm just saying this guy. This yeah, but you're making him. a lot of eye contact. Let me go back. Okay. Hey, Pat, this is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. That's two seconds so far of his, in, that's two seconds. Right. Of his intro. I'm counting one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Okay. And let's continue. All right. I'm choosing the track Exploder off the first Audio Slave album. We know the song and we know the band. Mm-hmm. The song is Exploder. The band is Audio Slave. Seven seconds this guy gets this out. Yeah. Unbelievable the way that he uses time. I bet he gets so much done on the weekend. Ugh. Let's keep going. The song ends with some nonsense words by Chris Cornell that I can't stop singing after I hear it. It's a big hit with the family. Enjoy. All right. So 
He's got he's got his name. He's got his name. He's got the state. He's got the state. The city song, and state song. The artist title. Anecdote and an anecdote. And he's out. And he's done. Wow. All right. Now let's uninterrupted. Let's hear it all and then right into the song. Let's do it. Hey Pat, this is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. I'm choosing the track Exploder off the first Audio Slave album. The song ends with some nonsense words by Chris Cornell that I can't stop singing after I hear it. It's a big hit with the family. Enjoy. Done. Perfect. Dot and da 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 All right. Do you know? Uh, do you know much about the uh, the band Blur? A little bit. I know that they are best friends with Oasis. That's true. They share uh, bunk beds, and one of them was a gorilla. Not right. the band, but an actual gorilla. All right. They drove around in a van to solve mysteries. That, that's, I think that's the banana split. Okay. <clears throat> Have you ever seen the banana splits and the Bay City Rollers in the same room at the same time? Well, there's only four banana splits and there's mm-hmm. five rollers. Well, somebody's got to hold the camera. Ah, uh, same See? people. Let's hear from Mike Markle. Hi, Pat and all the Rock Solid listeners. This is Mike Markle from Pennsylvania. And my song is Song 2 by the band Blur. Song 2 is two minutes and two seconds long. It has two verses, two choruses, and a whole lot of woohoos. The song kicks off with a few woohoos, and they're also prominently featured in the choruses. This is a barn burner of a song, and I've been to a few sporting events when it was played to get the crowd all fired up, and it sure worked. I encourage all the listeners to check out the video for song two. Toward the end of the video, when they, they get into the second extremely loud chorus, the guitar player literally stomps on his stomp box, kicks it into overdrive, and it looks like the band is playing as a tornado is ripping through the building. It's one of the most rock and roll things I've ever seen. I know that song, but I did not know that it was called Song 2. Mm-hmm. wonder if it's the second song on the album. It's got to be, right? Right. be funnier, though, if it was like Song 7. Mm-hmm. It's called Song 2. 
All right, three more intros and three more songs. Um, I guess I call all these guys friends because they're all in my phone. Like mm-hmm. I could text them all and I could say, hey, friends. And they would say, who this? Right. But so be it. I reach out. Fuck it. <laughs> all right, Jeff Scoble, bring it. Bring it. Hey, Rock Solid Nation. Jeff Scoble from Detroit back again for the aptly named Shamalama Ding Dong Patreon episode. Lots of fun ways to go with this one, but after giving it some thought, I'm going with Number Nine Dream by John Lennon from his 1974 Walls and Bridges album. This song features the immortal lyric, Ah, Bawakawa, Pose, Pose. That is repeated several times throughout the song. I never knew what it meant and always assumed it was a phrase in some foreign language or something with some deep and spiritual meaning. Turns out, according to Lennon, it doesn't mean anything. It's just some nonsense phrase that came to him in a dream. I've always liked this song, but it seems even the greats can succumb to a little bit of lyrical goofiness. Hope everybody's staying safe, and as always, keep on rocking. Good job, Jeff. I always forget about that line in that song, the nonsense line. Yeah. Pussy pussa. Hugga wugga. Can't stop doing that. I'll be doing it all night. Oh, good. <laughs> well, you won't. You Look, when we're done here, we're done. I'm not going to see you again until, uh, what's today, Saturday? Yeah. I'll see you Monday uh, evening. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'm thinking about ice cream after this. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to get excited like a child. You just said ice cream. Ice cream, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I live my life every day finding joy. Right. I'm going to try to find joy in ice cream. All right. Well, here's a little joy for you. This guy is... What kind of ice cream are you going to get? We're, we're going to go to a, an ice cream place. Yeah, what kind are you looking forward to? Um, I forget what the name of the ice cream place is. It's Fancy Place over in Calabasas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, Kardashian Ice Cream. Oh, no. Kardashian. Kardashian chip. <laughs> uh, now I lost my train of thought. No, it tastes like perfume and pills. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like divorce papers. Hmm. Um, Jeff Frank. Yeah. Sometimes we call him Jackson Frank. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he says gaba gaba hey. Mm-hmm. He's uh, co-hosted the show in person in this very room. And the episode we did was a celebration of the 40th anniversary of MTV. And that happy is one, happy birthday, MTV. You earned it. And that is one of our most recent highest downloaded episodes. Oh, cool. So people enjoyed it. Did he work for them? Isn't that? Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Okay. He was a uh, president and CEO. Wow. I know. Is it, is it okay to ask what level of Patreon supporter he is? If he is that kind of money? Uh, two bucks. All right. Here well, we go. he didn't get rich by spending it. Uh, I don't really know. I don't, I don't, either, I don't have yeah. a list of yeah. what people. Uh, I, I just, I'm just happy that we have uh, any supporters, and but, but number one listeners, number mm-hmm. two supporters. Yeah, and this is Jeff Frank. He's both. 
Hey, it's Jeff chiming in with my Patreon pick, and I am jumping in the way back. Put a little Louisiana Cajun on the Patreon. Did you hear that? I did. Let's check it out again. Hey, it's Jeff chiming in with my Patreon pick, and I am jumping in the Wayback Machine, going to the early 70s for a classic from Three Dog Night. The track is Shambhala, which in itself could qualify just based on the title alone. But I was listening to KEXP recently, plug for them, one of the last great radio stations in this country. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary, and they were featuring songs from 1973, so I heard this tune. And I probably have not heard this song since its feature in Lost about uh, a decade ago. So I say, yeah, 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 and stay frosty. (laughs) All right. Little three dog night for you. From the album The Complete Hit Singles. <laughs> Wash away my troubles, wash away my pain with the rain and Shambhala. Wash away my sorrow, wash away my shame with the rain and Shambhala. That sounds like Werewolves of London. Well, they, he, they said "awu." Well, this is this predates that, so you know he. Oh, so yeah, this man. is this this is where he got the idea for lycanthropy. I don't know. About you know, that. he said it's say frosty, and again, ice cream. That's true. Stay creamy. Ooh. <laughs> All right, now the last one's going to be our playout song. Okay, so we're going to do a little promoting, and then we're going to just play this gentleman's intro into the song and that'll be our playout song because I really like this song. It's really cool. And this guy, Brian Raisin, has co-hosted the show twice, once in person with his lovely wife, was along for the ride, mm-hmm. and then once via Zoom with his lovely wife. Nice. So that's where we stand. The Raisin family. Nice people. So let's do a little promoting. Where can we find you on the socials? Uh, hobthetroll.bandcamp.com H-O-B-T-H-E-T-R-O-L-L dot bandcamp.com uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm trying to not spend as much time uh, on there. And uh, yeah. All right. We are at Twitter. We are we are on Twitter at Rock Solid Show and go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. Kyle keeps the website running from Brooklyn. That's the kind of uh, that's the kind of thing we do here. He 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 sits on a tandem bike uh, and operates the pedals, and that runs the uh, the website. Exactly. I don't know if that's true. All right, we're gonna have Brian Raisin's intro, and then right into the song, which will serve as our playout song. So, Pat, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I didn't have a choice. I'm, you're holding me at gunpoint. <laughs> well, what kind of ice? What's your favorite ice cream? Uh, there is a toasted coconut uh, mm-hmm. that I I love every time. It's uh, all right. Yeah. And if they don't have that, like if they don't have your fancy 
whoop-de-doo flavor. Stop. What do you want? Um, I'll see what their strawberry looks like. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. How about you? Uh, I like this thing, toasted coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I, just, I like anything that's chocolate. I really like chocolate. Now, what are your feelings on mint chocolate chip? I like mint chocolate chip. Me too. I yeah. know people are uh, decisive about it. I'm fine with it. Why, why do you like a nice mint? Do they not like a peppermint patty either? I, I guess not. Guess not. I don't see the problem. They don't like joy in their lives. Yeah, I don't see the problem with any of it. You're doing great. All right, here we go. Brian Raisin's intro. Thank you, Steve-O. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, listeners, for participating. Remember, think about your number song for next time. A song with a number in the title. Let's think of one right off the bat. Um, Breaking Us in Two by Joe Jackson. That's a good one. Do you, you got one off the top? Uh, uh, no, no. I'm sure Aaron's going to do three as a magic number or some right. fucking schoolhouse rock <laughs> bullshit. Or I'm sure they count. Uh, 1% of One by Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks. I bet Aaron's going to bring some Sesame Street song where they count. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Guarantee it. Well, now he's not going to do it. Now he's going to feel self-conscious about it. He shouldn't. He's not going to. He's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's still listening? I don't think anyone is. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. Now, I'm a big fan of the great jazz scat singers like Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong, but one of my first introductions to scat singing was actually in the 90s from Scatman John. His song, The Scat Man, released as a single in 1994, and on his full album, Scatman's World, in 1995, was the first hit for John Larkin, who changed his name to Scatman John after the success of the song. The album actually went on to sell over a million copies in Japan. I just found out today that prior to being the Scat Man, he was a professional jazz pianist in the 70s and 80s, and only started singing jazz tracks by Louis and Ella in the 90s, where he would scat to cover up a stutter. After he fused his scat singing with house dance tracks, the rest is history. So just remember, if the Scat Man can do it, so can you. Take care. I'm a scat man. Everybody stutters one way or the other, so check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, I don't let nothing hold you back. If the scat man can do it, so can you. Everybody's saying that the scat man stutters, but does and never stutter when he sings. But what you don't know, I'm gonna tell you right now that the stutter and the scat is the same thing you want the scat man.